You're listening to the Get Fucking Real Show. Strap in as your host, Lisa Cherney, takes you on a ride full of GFR moments. From powerful messages to exclusive interviews to untold stories of super shitty moments before big successes. And even real-life confessions. Lisa's been mentoring millionaire entrepreneurs for over 20 years, coaching top coaches and tapping her mighty woo-woo side to mentor the best of the best spiritual peeps. It's time to bring on the straight talk from successful, soulful entrepreneurs, inspiring you to live without regrets, to create your legacy, and be unapologetically you. And now, it's time to GFR. Life is too short to be a slave to your own dream Cause I'm working too hard And I want to feel so alive I jump out of bed because I love my life Living on my terms, I know that I will thrive Being myself, clarity will arrive So I'll stand out and be J-U-I-C-Y Hello, welcome to the GFR show. This is a very special episode and I'll share with you why. There's no guests today and it doesn't even just feature me. This features the Love Fest for Liberated Leaders with special guest appearance from Mama Phyllis, which is my mom. And it was such a mind-blowing, life-changing experience for me and the people who attended that I thought we have to release this as an episode for the show. And if you are a video person, we have posted the video of the Love Fest on my YouTube channel. And I'm sure there's a link here in the show notes if you're listening to this on podcast. So y'all, oh my gosh, the story just Okay, so the story starts really with GFR commandment number seven, which is trust yourself, trust your gut. And the confession question for that one is two parts. What is my intuition telling me? What does my heart say? So this experience, like I already follow my intuition, but this experience just somehow clicked it into like a new level of trust like blind trust that my intention is to have it stick there at that new level because, because I followed my intuition, I got to have a extraordinarily special experience with my mom. And my mom currently is in the process of dying. In fact, as I'm recording this intro, we think it will be her last day. At least that's what the doctors think. And it is also what I feel. So I found out a week before the love fest that my, we found out that my mom's cancer was back and she, about a year and a half ago, she had a cancer diagnosis stage four. And we thought, oh my gosh, we have like weeks or something with her. Well, her amazing doctors did a extensive surgery, six months of chemo, and it was really looking good that it was going to be gone for a while. And in the meantime, just following her completing her chemo and getting her strength back, she gets into this awful car accident 
And six months and two spinal surgeries later, she learned to walk again and like, you know, be able to like, you know, scratch her nose. Like she was partially quadriplegic. And I mean, this woman has been through quite an adventure and it is now very clear and she's very clear. I'm done. (laughs) I am done. I'm not going to do chemo again. She had moments even throughout the whole process with recovering the car accident where she just thought, I'm just, I'm done. Like, I can't do this anymore. And then she kept going. And in true Mama Phyllis fashion, like an Energizer bunny, she just kept going. The week before the Love Fest, we find out that she's going to be beginning her active dying process by her own choice. And I cancel everything on my schedule for two weeks, except for the love fest. I just kept my intuition was don't cancel it or don't cancel it yet. And of course, logically, I knew I could cancel last minute it would be no big deal. Now, the love fest is about liberation and being liberated in our lives, having a liberated business, being fully expressed. It is an inclusive event. So it, you know, welcomes people of color, LGBTQIA, neurodiversity, body types. Like it's, it's really just a love fest. (laughs) And in the love fest, we discuss questions like, you know, what does liberation mean to you? And how can you, how can your business be more liberated? What would that look like? And it just also felt very on point for a week in which I am in this bubble of conscious dying process with my mom and her being liberated from her body, which has been such a burden. And I knew that she would support me because she's always supported me. She's been my roadie on speaking gigs. She's worked at my conferences. She gave herself the title chief hug officer and just gives epic hugs. And that this would be part of her legacy through me that I should do it. And I thought it would be pretty special because I'm in a, obviously a special experience, but I had no idea how special it was going to be. So I gave my cousin the link so that they could listen in. I thought they would just dial in and kind of listen passively. You know, I didn't know how much energy she was going to have. And about 15 minutes into the love fest, we had, I don't know, 40 or so people on the line, many of whom knew my mom and several of my close friends more than usual for one of my gatherings. So something, something special was a Bruin and Natasha is doing the opening prayer says definitely a prayer for mom. I let everybody not kind of know what was going on. I didn't know. And it's just a prayer and kind of sets us up for, you know, receiving beautiful transformation from being in the space together of high vibe networking and masterminding. And we had live music with Tiamo and it's pretty cool experience. And I get a text from my cousin that my mom is listening or that they're all listening. And I was like, oh my gosh, this is amazing. She's actually listening. So I tell everybody like mama Phil's is listening. Let's unmute and say hello And so this like gaggle of voices that are sort of, you know, can't really hear anybody individually says, you know, hello, Mama Phyllis. And then after that dies down, a couple of people that really know her well said, you know, Mama Phyllis, it's Andrea and Mama Phyllis, it's Natasha, a couple more people. 
And that's all my mom needed. And she's now telling my cousin that she wants to be, she wants to be unmuted and she wants to be on camera from her hospital bed, which was surprising in and of itself because she hasn't let anyone pictures of her. She's was like self-conscious. She had this uh, kind of a tube that was in her nose going into her throat. And anyway, all of her inhibitions aside, she gets on camera at this point, it was to speak to Andrea, who she had worked with at my events and to speak to her and tell her, oh, my gosh, I remember when you first started. So they're full on having a conversation with Andrea. And y'all, that is just the beginning of Mama Phyllis blessing the love fest for liberated leaders with her crystal clear end of life. I'm now calling it Mama Phyllis's deathbed wisdom throughout the entire three hours of the love fest. We could not believe this like otherworldly burst of energy that she had. And, you know, the people that attended, multiple people said that because of her appearance and the things that she said, they no longer feared death. I mean, I can't even think of a better outcome for any contribution I can make to people than that. There was also beautiful openings with her talking with people who have had unresolved, like didn't get to say goodbye to their moms. And then my mom was like giving them messages. I mean, it is like off the charts, y'all. So I'm like, I have to, this has to be an episode of the show. So my team scrambled to get it edited. The video is on the YouTube channel. If you want to see the video, this is the audio. I invite you to participate in the, you know, the questions that are asked. You know, we kind of edit it out. We do small groups and there's masterminding. If you're interested in attending the next one, just go to lovefestforliberatedleaders.org. We'll, we haven't set a date yet, but I'm sure we'll be doing it again. And I, I never thought I'd get to work with my mom again. It was so special an experience. It is now a significant part of her legacy of the last days of her life is her words that she contributes and her presence on the love fest. So I, I just can't wait for you to experience it. So without further ado, the love fest for liberated leaders co-starring <laughs> mama Phyllis. Hello everybody. I'm so glad you're here. Yay. Yay. This is so awesome. Hi, Andrea. It's so cool. I just, I'm like, I just felt like this is going to be so powerful. I just knew, knew so many of you that were planning on coming, so many close friends, former clients, current clients, past Love Fest for leaders, attendees, GFR squad members, people I've worked with, GFR podcast guests. So it's a really powerful group. And some of my dearest, dearest friends are here that you'll, some, you'll get to meet. And this means so much to me to have all of you here. It's just like, I'm, as my mom would say, I'm felling, which is Yiddish for like, I'm so proud. Who knows Yiddish? Who has like that Jewish sort of influence in your lives? So well, because of you, (laughs) because of me, that's right. (laughs) Those of you that have worked with me and my mom, it's just sort of like, it's just there. It's just, you sort of get a lesson when you're around me and my mom. So I'm just super excited to be here. And We have lots of people that signed up that are planning to be here. And I also know the perfect fucking people are here right now. I do say the F word 
I really enjoy it. I don't overdo it. <laughs> and if that offends you, I'm not sure what to say about that. <laughs> don't be offended. It's all said with love and enthusiasm and passion. Okay, so we have a lot that we're going to play with in our time today. We have three hours together in our sort of formally planned program as previously announced. Last time when we did this in May, we did sort of an afterglow. It's sort of, we got to the end and it just felt like, oh no, I think like, let's hang out for a little while. And so like half the people stayed on. And so that may happen, that may not happen, but that is what happened last time. So if you could be on video, that's fun for me and everyone else. It creates more of a space like we're here together, but also always do whatever the heck you want that will serve you, that makes you feel comfortable. That's always above everything else. We're all leaders here. So I'm going to you know, run this and facilitate it. I'm going to give you time frames for things and instructions. And you know, many of you have also do these things as well. And so I invite you to, to enjoy it as a participant. And I invite you to follow the directions uh, if that works for you as best you can. <laughs> but if there's something that you're opposed to, whatever, like it's all going to work out. I'm pretty chill for the most part when it comes to working with amazing leaders and knowing I could trust them to do what feels good to them. So always know that. All right. Okay. So let's see. So our opening song was I Love Me with Lunch Money Lewis and Megan Trainer. So that's super fun. It's a love the duet. It's such a good vibe. So the Love Fest for Liberated Leaders, whenever I talk about it, like with family and stuff, they're like, what is that exactly? <laughs> like, partially I'm sort of like making it up as I go, y'all. So, you know, I'm like, I don't know. No, but it, this is for you if you want to network and mastermind in a space where money is not the number one driving factor in business decisions, maybe not even two or three. <laughs> if you want to feel fully expressed and embraced for who you are, you are in the right place. If you want peer support to make a bigger impact in your business, if you don't want to hide or minimize any part of yourself, you are in the right place. And if you crave connection with like-hearted experts who own their evolution, and if as I'm talking, if there's something where you're like, yeah, girl, you know, use your reactions, you know, give me a heart, give me a whatever, you know, and then we, you, we could do that as other people are sharing as well. If you feel like you're in the right place, give me a heart in your reactions. Or if you're more of a, like, I need to put it in the chat, you can say, yes, I'm in the right place. That would be fun to see. Okay, awesome. So this is a, what I'm calling overtly inclusive event. And this is really important to me now to be uh, very deliberate with that aspect of who I am, because as I have grown to love all parts of myself over the years, I feel like that's part of what it is that I'm here to do for others. So we welcome LGBTQIA of all shapes, sizes, and colors. Les and that stands for, actually, Audrey will put that in the chat in case you're not, some people know LGBT, but they don't know there's always new letters. <laughs> so this is the one we're using for today, but you can check that out online if you want to get more information on that. We also 
are welcoming people of color, BIPOC, which stands for Black, Indigenous, and People of Color. And so love, yes, welcome, welcome, welcome. And neurodiversity, ooh, what's that? So I learned that from one of my clients. And it's really just all the differences in our brains, ADHD, autism, whatever your thing is, I, we welcome all that as well, as well as like, you know, body sizes and ages and abilities and how woo woo you are. Like, I don't care if you like talk to dead people or, you know, live in a past life or whatever you're doing. It's all, it's all good and all expressions of success. So this isn't a like, a, oh, I made this amount of money and I've been in, you know, y'all are here because liberated leaders resonate with you because you want to be with other high vibe entrepreneurs. and. That's, that is the only really requirement. So I wanted to really set that down. And so how I introduce myself when I kind of like take all of my, you know, diversity into account, this is my little intro, intro that I, that I wrote. I'm a cisgendered, which if you don't know what that means, it means you're expressing the gender as you were assigned at birth. So cisgendered, I'm cisgendered, woo-woo, white Jewish woman from Jersey. I love my alliteration. I've married 26 years to a white man. We were polyamorous for a spell, which means non-monogamous of some sort. I identify as pansexual, which means I sort of like just connect with the person and it doesn't really matter what gender they are. And I'm attracted to different, different expressions of gender. My body is curvy as fuck. <laughs> And that took me a while to really just love. And it's even gotten more curvy in the last year or so. And I'll share a little bit more about that. So I'm just really on this whole body love acceptance journey still. I'm a mother of a teenager, a girl who identifies as a girl and hetero so far, she says. <laughs> so it's just so fun to have like young people feel so liberated present to that. It's just really beautiful. So I've been navigating the spiritual boot camp of mission-based entrepreneurship since I founded ConsciousMarketing.com in 1999 at the age of 27, after eight years in corporate. And in my 23 years of mentoring six and seven-figure business owners, I had three major like brand changes. I let go of a seven-figure business that, that I grew to hate. And I have publicly navigated various things like parenting and marriage and body acceptance and sexual identity and spiritual awakening. And most recently last year, I really dove into my unconscious biases, including racial bias, including anti-fat bias, which was really fucking eye-opening and caregiving and, you know, of my mother and all the while really being open to allowing these things to really fuel the evolution of that business, which is how we got to love fest for liberated leaders. So I'm so glad you're here to bring life to the vision of whatever vision I know of so far. Thank you for bringing life to it. I feel like uh, there's more to come for liberated leaders and we'll see what that is. So I also host a really unique podcast called the get fucking real show. I suggest you, Pull it up right now on your podcast app. If you listen to podcasts, you can look it up GFR or get fucking G, get F, star, 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 <laughs> ING real. And the stories are just amazing. It's a longer format where we really dive in with entrepreneurs who have been through stuff 
and they just confess all the stuff, you know, their traumas and things that they did that were embarrassing and bankruptcies and uh, suicide attempts and all of these things that I have come to know are normal for us, for those of us that are, feel called to be helping other people in some way as a coach, a, a healer, a therapist, whether you're a service professional or you have a product, you, you're likely here because you have some connection to transforming other people's lives through you. I have found that our lives, we up-level through struggle. Sometimes we even birth our thing through struggle. And so it's normal. And so the podcast normalizes that. And we got all kinds of stuff represented. Tragedies. I, I say air quotes tragedies because, of course, there are tragedies, but they have a purpose. So if that sounds like that would be inspiring for you, listen to the podcast. I, I think you'd really enjoy it. I now actually identify in my 23rd year here as an unmentor. I don't identify as a mentor. I'm meant, I identify as an unmentor because I feel like the people I work with now really need to like peel away shit that is not serving them. And it's what I'm doing in my life. And that has really been fulfilling. And I have an approach to marketing called the unlaunch because I was like, I'm not fucking doing launches anymore. I need to figure this out. And when I figured out how to be creative with that, I called, I called it the unlaunch. So I want to talk a little bit about more about what led me to Love Fest for Liberated Leaders. I do want to just, now that we have more people settling in, kind of give a little bit of overview that this is going to be three hours. We are going to have a tiny break in the middle somewhere. I call it a run pee break, inspired by the run pee app, which when you watch movies, it tells you what you'd missed. If you want to go run pee, it's like the best app ever. I admit that I haven't used it in a long time because I haven't been to the movies um, in a long time, but so we'll take a five or so minute break, run pee, come back somewhere in the middle here. I also will let you know that my intention and the way that I have it planned is to do three rounds of small group based networking and masterminding with, with very supportive structure in place. And there will be music, live music in our opening from my partner. I call, we call each other brother and sister, my brother Tiamo, and I'll introduce him more later. And I think that's pretty much the overview. And then, like I said, last time we did a bit of an afterglow because people didn't want to leave and we were like talking about some things and stuff. So, you know, you could see if that feels like that would be fun for you. You could stay or plan on staying, tell people like, oh, I thought it'd be done by noon, but I'm not, I want to stay. And you can uh, rearrange things while we're having fun here. And the setup for this before we begin the networking is going to be like another 30 or so minutes. And if you are willing to trust me, know that this setup all really supercharges the, the masterminding and the networking in a major, major way. It kind of sets up the safety, the container, and those of you that do that work too, you know. And so I invite you to enjoy it and just be here in the moment. Stay for as long as you can. And some people ask me, is it okay if I leave early? Is it okay if I come late? Is it okay if I'm in and out? The only thing that I would say is that we're doing these small groups. So if you're coming in and out, we may be in the middle of a small group that you might you know, sort of miss, you know, getting in on and you can just hang out. But otherwise, it doesn't disrupt me. You know, I'm not paying that close attention to every face coming and going. So no big deal. But I do. And I do encourage you to stay for the whole thing. Because with the three rounds of networking, you're going to meet, you know, uh, a nice bunch of people and get those special connections. Also, 
we have two opportunities for you to sort of like be self-promoting. One is going to be in your introduction. And I'm going to share with you a very specific, very brief format. So when you get in your small groups, you can do your introduction quick and then go into the sharing. And then also, if you read your confirmation emails, which I admit myself, I don't always read, but I try. <laughs> you know, I'm like, I try to, you know, show up as a student the way that I would want my people to. If you read your um, confirmation emails and reminder emails, there also is an opportunity, post your promo or ask, post your promo or ask in the chat. And so there's a specific format for this ask that includes a recommendation to put live links in, which means you need the full URL. And this is a non-promotional event. I call it because I'm not promoting anything. There will not be any offers during that, those three, these three hours. I encourage you to like really drop in and be here as a participant and, and trust, you know, that the connect right connections are being made. And at the end, I really encourage you to use that opportunity to put that, at least your contact information, if not, you know, a link to a freebie or an ask for the group in terms of support at the end. And then what I did last time is I tried while I was still sort of in the excitement of it all to go through all those things and just follow my intuition with who to um, follow up with. So that's sort of the overview of what we're doing. My intention with sharing all that with you is that you could drop in and be present and kind of know what's happening. We're all leaders here. So sometimes we kind of get, I know for me, I kind of get, okay, what's happening next? You know? <laughs> okay. Let me take a breath. If you want to take a breath with me. <sighs> Just dropping in. There's so much energy running through me. So much excitement for this. <sighs> all right. All right. Thank you for getting present with me. So what led me to this inclusive, high vibe networking and masterminding thing called the Love Fest for Liberated Leaders? Well, in April 2020, a month after the pandemic hit, I was really craving connecting with other conscious entrepreneurs and kind of being like, what the fuck? What are we going to do? Oh, my God. You know, like you're having a real authentic connection time. And just talking about, you know, what was happening for each of us. And I wasn't seeing that anywhere. Everybody was like, my click-through rates are still. And I'm like, no, that is not the conversation I want to have. So I spontaneously did this love fest for leaders. I didn't even email my list. I think I created a Facebook event or something. And there were 60 people on it. And it really was wonderful. And Tiamo was there uh, that time as well. And Natasha was there. And Rhonda was there. There's a lot of people, many of you here that were there as well. So that was sort of like the seed for this. And then this liberated leaders thing dropped in last year. I didn't know what it was, but of course, just like any good marketer and entrepreneur, I reserved the URL. <laughs> I was like, let me see what happens. What is this? And last year turned out to be a really big year of liberation for me personally. I talked, mentioned it a little bit earlier, but just to touch back on it again, in terms of how it relates to liberation is that there was two ways that I really, well, one significant way, I think that I really dropped into liberation for me, which was around a hundred percent total acceptance and self-love for me. And I thought I was there y'all. How many of you have thought you've been there somewhere healing or journey and you're like, damn it. <laughs> I thought I did, you know, I always, I call it like taking another cut. So I realized that uh, even though I had done a ton around body acceptance and love, and we had our whole non-monogamy journey, which is, I'll tell you an episode you can listen to if you want to hear more about that. 
there was more. And so that was big for me last year. And I stopped trying to control. It's my year of 52. I turned 50 last year. And I decided to stop controlling the size of my body, which for me has been a life journey. And that had my body change and really had me confront all of the biases I had around people that are in larger bodies, my own fat phobia, internalized fat phobia, and all kinds of stuff. Also, while I was learning about my unconscious racial bias, and I did a deep dive uh, work with that with a organization called the Evolutionary Business Council. So it was huge. And my mom was going through some major journey of her own. She got into a car accident and was partially quadriplegic for a long time. And she was being confronted by the limitations of her body. And she's been an athlete her whole life. And it was such a, like a convergence of things to up level me. And so that is, that's where we are with what does liberation mean? What does it mean to be a liberated leader? And then I recently realized that I feel like I have a liberated business. I have a liberated business. After doing this conscious entrepreneur thing for 23 years and following all the rules and doing all the things and the courses and the masterminds and like all of the things, having a seven-figure business, yay, hating my seven-figure business, bummer, you know, like all of that journey. I feel like now my business is right size and I really feel three things fully integrated. Like, like I could just be all of me and say all the things I feel aligned. Like it just feels like, Oh yeah. You know, it just feels good. The way that I've structured the unmentored programs, like doing the podcast, all these things. And it feels fully expressed, fully integrated, fully aligned and fully expressed. That to me is a liberated business. And that is why when I, so I'm about to share some news about my mom. And if you haven't heard it, it could be touching. That is why when I realized last weekend that my mom was in her final week of life, like right now she's in her final week of life. I did not cancel the love fest because First of all, I felt she would totally support my decision. Actually, first of all, that was what my intuition told me. That's first of all. I just, I cleared all the things, but I got, no, keep that for now. And I knew I could cancel last minute and y'all wouldn't be like, oh my God. You know, I knew I could cancel all that, but I just felt, no, I'm supposed to do it or I'm not supposed to cancel it. And I really wasn't sure until yesterday that I really, really was going to do it. And I knew... And this is what I felt. I felt that she would totally support my decision, even on her deathbed. It's such a dramatic thing to say, but it is her deathbed, I suppose. But she would totally support my decision. I knew this could be really fucking powerful, given that context in my life, given the role that she has played in my life, given how many people here have met her, know her, and love her, and met her at events that I've done. I thought that this would be really powerful. And what I really got yesterday when I was talking to her about it is that this is going to amplify her legacy. This, all of you, and having this experience with me today, having that in the backdrop and having that infused in is going to amplify her legacy through me and through you. And that, to me, makes this the most meaningful way to spend my time. And I feel like I'm okay with whatever happens while I'm here. I, re- I do. I really do. So thank you for being with me, you know, in this very 
unique period of time for me. And those of you that have been through anything similar know how special this time can be. If you want to read more about my about the journey with my mom and my experience, I set up a website, Caring Bridge website, and I've been actually writing quite a lot of just how I'm processing and stuff. And my mom is a very beloved person. And like I said, has been to my events and has been working with me for many years, my biggest fan. And she's just, her title was Chief Hug Officer. Chief Hug Officer. So that can kind of get you the vibe. So there are hundreds of messages to her on this site of how she's impacted them, their families, how they met her once and it impacted her, their life forever. So if you get some tissues and you really want to drop into that space, Audrey, if you could put that in the chat, that Caring Bridge link, you can go there and be connected with me throughout that journey. <sighs> okay. So I talked about what liberation means to me. It also means money's not in charge. That was a big thing for me to really allow. And in my work with clients, it is not the number one thing that we focus on. It, it, they get there. Often it comes, but it is not where we focus. And that is so liberating. I have stopped hustling, striving, and pushing. No more pushing. And that is really what Unmentor is about. I have experienced non-monogamy and sexual fluidity. And like, that's amazing. So, you know, that was in my 40s. And listening to my body, like I eat when I'm hungry. I sleep when I'm tired. Like these are simple, but very radical things for many of us. And I really let my kid do her thing. She's 16. Her name is Bella. And um, we really try to allow her to feel empowered. So what Audrey's going to put in the chat here is there's an episode of the GFR podcast for each of these things where I share my experience. So if any of those, if you're like, oh, I want to hear about this diet, not diet, undiet thing, it's called, you can go listen to that podcast or the non-monogamy stuff. There's a, pod there's a podcast for that. So uh, she's going to put the links in the chat. And when you copy the chat when you leave here, you'll have that as well. Okay. So one more piece of housekeeping-ish stuff. And then my bestie, Natasha, who is getting her hair done. <laughs> She's in the pink with the hairdresser behind her. <laughs> so perfect. She is going to lead us in like an opening prayer and kind of help us drop in. And then Tiamo is going to play live for us a very special song. And then we're going to have our first round of networking. Does that sound good for everybody? Thumbs up. Good, good. You're all with me. Okay, cool. All right. Julie Ray, so good to see your big smiling face here. <laughs> Former GFR squad member. I miss, we miss you. <laughs> okay. Okay. So I mentioned that you're going to have we're going to give you a format to introduce yourself. I call it my quickie intro format because I want to support you in obviously introducing yourself when you get into your small group. My name is this and this is what I do, but we want it to be super quick. So that was in the prep email. We're also going to post it in the chat, our quickie intro format, which is your name plus an expert title plus one credential like Lisa Turney, founder of the Unlaunch and host of the Get Fucking Real show. Or you could do like name plus two credentials. Like you're the founder of, the host of, the author of, whatever. 
And if you don't have two and you just put one, no big deal, just do your thing, just like a name and, you know, the expert title or credentials kind of just helps us get real quick who you are, what you, you know, what you're up to. And then at the end, when we do that posting in the chat, contact information and ask, you could put, you know, your website or whatever you want to put. So, and I'm actually not keeping a super eye on the chat, but Audrey will be in there. Team Audrey. <laughs> As, thank you, Audrey, for being here. And she's going to be posting in the chat different things throughout. I'm not going to be using a lot of slides at all. So when I give you kind of the format for the networking and stuff, we'll, we'll put everything always in the chat. So even when you go into your small groups, you can look at the chat to see what were those questions we're doing or whatever. So that is your quickie intro format. So you will need that in probably about 15 minutes or so will be the first time you use it. Don't overthink it, y'all. I know what it's like. I've done it. I've been there. Don't overthink it. Just try to be present. Just put something down and it'll be awesome. <sighs> okay. So Natasha, I'm going to introduce you and then we're going to do the prayer. <laughs> are you, are you down? Okay, cool. Sounds okay. good to me, babe. Okay. All right. So I'm so excited that Natasha's here and we have worked together in the past. When I had my seven figure business, I had a year long program called six figure university. And she was one of our professors. It was a wonderful program, a very successful business that I closed down. I just, just it was just too big and too, bleh. it was just too bad. <laughs> That's my technical like, description. So Natasha is one of my dearest, closest friends. We met in a mastermind like 15 years ago. We have funny coincidences. The same when we met, we realized we got married. So I live in California now. She lives in Atlanta. But when I went to her house, I was looking through her photo album, her wedding album. And I'm like, where'd you get married? It turned out we, we got married in the same place in New Jersey, the same like country club thing in New Jersey, the same weekend, one, 10 years apart. Was it 10 years? Right. Yeah. 10 years apart. The same weekend, this, the Memorial Day weekend, 10 years apart, same place in New Jersey. We're like, you cannot make this stuff up. And we both have like one daughter around the same age. Our moms both survived breast cancer. Like we have all these things in common. Um, we're both Gemini's. Our birthdays are both in June. Like, you know, so she's a, a really dear friend. And so let me just give you like a little bit. vanilla on your chocolate. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> always, always and forever. Yeah. My first big unconscious bias experience. Well, not my first, but one of my big experiences was going to visit her in Atlanta in her like upper middle class, like neighborhood that was all uh, pe people of color, all black people. And I went to the gym when I was there and it was, I was the only white chick in the whole place. And it was such an interesting experience. I was like, oh, okay, this is how this feels like, and no, it was just phenomenal. And then we kind of like debrief and talked it through. And, and yeah, so I, I'm uh, so grateful to have diversity so close to home in my life. It's um, really up leveled me in my life. So Natasha Joan Houghton, formerly known as Natasha Allrich, has taught her signature program, Soulful Selling, convert conversations to clients for many, many years. And that was the program that she taught for my clients. She is now the go-to live event sales strategist and coach for mission-driven entrepreneurs who desire to have an aligned six or seven-figure live event that is both transformational and profitable and operates in divine flow. Love it. She also works with entrepreneurs to help you with 
your daily reset for providing by providing tools, strategies to help you truly be the best version of you day by day, moment by moment that honors you. So Natasha is going to momentarily drop us into our opening prayer and you can decide however you want to receive that. I will be closing my eyes. And then Tiamo is going to open us with a song. And then our first round of networking, Natasha is going to, is kind of going to help us set up for that by sharing a little bit more about what liberation means to her and how that expresses. And then we're going to go into a round of masterminding about that. Sound good? We're good. We're good. Thumbs up. Yeah. Yeah. Smiles. Okay, cool. All right. All right, Natasha, I'm so ready for your like beautiful channeled words of prayer for us. Yay. First of all, can we just put our hands out to my sister and friend, Lisa, amazing, beautiful blue eyed journey. (laughs) I love that you give me 10 minutes because I'm going to really slow it down so that I can just, we can be intentional about how we use our time. We are continuing to extend our hands out to you. We love you, Lisa. We honor you. We thank God. We thank love for you. You are such a beautiful, beautiful, exact demonstration of what it looks like to do your life. Like your business is an extension of your life. And we get to witness it live because you're so loving and so generous and so clear about your core values. Intimacy, connection, presence, friendship, community is so important to you. And I know that because I, did you say we've been doing together for 15 years, girl? I didn't know it was that long. Goodness. As we continue to hold our hands out to you, I'm just being reminded that, you know, life doesn't happen in isolation and you've allowed your business to be a full expression of opening up, opening it up so that we can bear witness to what it looks like. Like we all have life transformation happening in some shape, way, or form. We've all experienced loss on some level or the transition of loss or the transition of change and on some level. And I know, and you know this for me, that's something that I struggled with for a long time was thinking that if my launch happens when my stuff is in order or I can only do my enrollment calls when I feel good, (laughs) or, uh, you know, it just had to be, life had to feel good and look good in order for me to be fully present. And one of my lessons these past few years has been integration and embodiment. Like life as it comes, embrace it. Life as it comes, ask for clarity along the way. And to not have shame or to not think that being professional looks one way or even two ways. And so you're embodying so much inspiration to us all, you know, to be here while Mama Phyllis is on her journey. And and I just love your family for supporting you the way that they do. But that is also a macrocosm of your own manifestation of your vision. So What I wanted to um, just offer everyone right now is I I wanna invite you to come and take a nice deep cleansing breath with me or Lisa. And then 
we're going to move into making it personal for yourself. Would that be okay? Can you give me a thumbs up for that, please? Okay. So I'm going to just, and then I'm going to check in around one more thing that I'm going to want you, want you to put in the chat. But this is all prayer because prayer is for me, for me, Natasha, prayer is communication with my maker. And because I believe my, Again, I'm speaking for myself because I believe that the spirit of God is within me and all around me in everything and in everyone. And it's mere communication and connection. We're already in the prayer. And then there will be a moment where, because I feel it coming on, where I'll drop in a little bit more deeply. So for right now, let's just extend our hands out to Lisa as I extend this particular prayer for her. And um, you're going to come and take a deep breath for me so that we can add life to it. One, two, three, inhale from the bottom of your toes all the way to the top of your head and hold it and then let go of the exhale with sound. And let this, as you continue to breathe, let this be an opportunity where Lisa gets to let go and release and ground and center where more spaciousness is provided, where more calmness is within her nervous system, where more ushers of clarity comes to her as she's willing to receive it, and where more sweet utterances and comforting of her heart on a very deep, 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 deep level in ways that she may not even know that she needs it, that is provided, that there's no gaps, there's no missteps, there's just divine flow and divine acceptance on this journey that she's on with her family. And that my extended prayer is to Mama Phyllis, that she continues to come into a great awareness and acceptance of her journey. And most importantly, that she feels the fullness of peace throughout her body, her mind, her soul. And may we just be reminded that although the body is temporary, the soul and the spirit lives on. So she lives already. And that is no transition and that is no change. That is constant, that is continuous, that is real, that is truth, that is lawful. And we get to come along and benefit from her journey. And one of her most profound statements that she's ever, ever said that I have bear witness to is to sleep delicious. I mean, we all have delicious sleep and embrace the more to come. Amen. So... Let's exhale on that. Let's cleanse it on out. And then for you all that took the time on your beautiful morning, afternoon, evening, wherever you are in the world, I would like for you to just take a moment and drop in to what is something that you would like to release into prayer, just release into the atmosphere that will really just help you to feel a little bit more spaciousness in your body, a little bit more you know, openness in your mind a little bit more gentle in your heart, what would have you say, ah, what would have you or help you to say that? Whatever it is, first thought, best thought, would you mind going over to the chat box and just having a moment and expressing that with your written word? What would have you feel released that you get to put into the atmosphere that you get to send to the divine, that you get to offer to the creator, your maker, or for your higher self, however you connect with the divine within. 
podcast. I love it. And I'm not going to read it. I'll just, I'm just reading it so that I can drop into the prayer part. Oh, I love it. Well, maybe I will. Release responsibility. Letting go of the fear of outcome. Letting go. Releasing fear. Oh, man. Only little thoughts. There are no little thoughts. Just guilt and shame. Amen. Fear that is holding you back from being your best and highest self. Fear of not being enough. Mm, lots of fear, clarity, procrastination, proof <laughs> that you need something before procrastination in order to, and this is why you do procrastinate, clarity and peace um, and hope that your dad is at peace, like you just said for Mama Phyllis. Well, you know, we want to just already just name it and claim it that your dad, tell, tell me his name, that he's at peace too. Because Okay, so this is where I share a little bit about my, my personal part of prayer. So I operate, I stand as a, a woman that identifies as a Christian woman that loves the spiritual laws of Christian without the dogma, let me be clear. And so there's a scripture in the Holy Bible, and that is Sanskrit in many sacred texts as well. There's one that says, where two or more are gathered, it is done. So we are definitely more than two. <laughs> gathered and so we claim peace for your dad so it's done all you got to do is see it and be willing to embrace it robert yeah peace for robert robert is girl he is in light right now he is not tripping okay he is on his journey having a good old time watching you and the rest of the family on his love journey he is more than okay that's the message i just heard so if you're willing to receive it it's yours Chasing expectations. Well, let's go on and release it. Let me just check my notes because, you know, I learned from the bestest attorney to have some context. <laughs> I never used to have notes, y'all. I used to always go off, you know, my head, my spirit head, but now I have a couple things. So the first thing is, if it's okay, can you give me a thumbs up that I have your permission to pray in my way? And I also want to say that it's very, very, very important that you know something about me, that I respect all traditions, all spiritual systems, because I feel like we all have one thing in common, even if you don't even have a quote unquote spiritual system. We all have love in common and we all have a spirit of breath. And to me, that's the access point to life itself. I use prayer as an opportunity for me to dial in, to go within to like release the ego, to like escape the personality for a moment and to drop into my essence because in my essence, there's no character flaws there. There's no shame. There's no guilt. There's no, I got to, I have to, I should have, I need to. It just is. And that is what I believe my maker has for us. It's just to be our beautiful best selves. And so prayer gives me an immediate access point. You know, it's, it's already there. And my connection is with my breath. And because prayer, again, for me, transcends time, space, man's agenda, anything physical, it means that time stops and we're now operating in divine order. And it's a way for true manifestation to happen because it's already happened. It's already happened in the spiritual realm. And now as humans in this form, we're just walking it out personally. That's all it is. But in the spiritual realm, in, in the heavenly realms, in the atmosphere, the things that we release as, you know, poor procrastination and fear and not feeling like you're enough and, you know, wanting to hold on to things, all the things that you wrote down so wonderfully in that chat, thank you for doing that. Guess what? In the spiritual realm, none of that exists. 
So when we release it in the physical here on earth, we re- through prayer, we release it into the atmosphere and it's done, it's gone. Now what gets to happen is someone might show up in your life and show you through demonstration how to do life without procrastinating, how to do life with more ease because you released it in the prayer, in the prayer room. Now those answers get to come to you physically so that life can be more enjoyable, more fruitful, and more bountiful. So I have your permission. <sighs> I'm just doing what Lisa calls checking in. <laughs> she would always do that at our life at her live events. Father God, in the name of Jesus, in the name of light, in the name of love, in the name of deep exhaling and inhaling breaths, in the name of good sleep, good nutrition, in the name of hydration, in the name of mother nature, in the name of really good long showers, in the name of hugs, in the name of laughter. I come before you, dear God, and first I just say thank you. Thank you for this moment that we have to just be still and know that you are God, that our steps are ordered, no matter how crazy and off-putting they may look sometimes. We know that we have all been brought here to live a liberated life, to live a life of divine order, to live a life of ease and of flow. So as your daughter right now, I ask, can you assist these beautiful beings that have taken the time to show up here to be a part of this prayer? Can you assist them with giving them whatever utterances, whether it's a message in the still of the night, whether it's an inspiring thought, whether it's someone offering a gift, whether it's as they're writing something or doing something, they have a moment of pause. Can you show them, give them, provide for them what they need to have a more ease-filled, grace-filled, love-filled, joy-filled, adventure-filled, fun-filled, abundant-filled, whole-filled life? I know these are easy for you. Because you are the omnipresent spirit that is about everything. So there's nothing missing and there's nothing we can't ask for. So I just asked, and because I know you are faithful, you are unwavering, you are not consistent, you are consistent, you are lawful, I say thank you in advance. Thank you in advance for providing all of this and then some. The then some is the filling in the gaps of what we don't know what we can't imagine, what we haven't seen yet. Thank you providing and filling in the gaps of the then some. Each of us has something stirring in our heart. Each of us has something that could throw us off of our alignment, have us forget who we are, whose we are, how amazing we are, that we were already born enough, that we already come here whole, perfect, and complete. There's something, whatever that something is, Lord, I ask that you replace that something with the very thing needed that we may feel whole so that we can walk whole, knowing that all is well, no matter the scenario, no matter the illusion, no matter how it may come through drama or trauma or something harsh or something that triggers anything of the past. I know that with the breath, just the remembrance that with a deep exhaling breath, we can get back into calm, we can get back into clarity, 
We can get back into confidence. We can get back into conviction, knowing that truly, 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 each of our individual lives and collective lives are meant to live full and joyful. May we feel that joy right now. Allow yourself to just go into a moment where you have felt joy before, the tingling of joy on your skin, where your heart is smiling and your shoulders are softening and your body is just grounded and still and your mind is at rest. And you know, because you're breathing it so, that all is truly well. I pray this prayer for the individuals that are here and may this prayer be extended throughout all of their loved ones, their family, their friends, their business relationships, their clients, their dreams, their vision, extend it out, extend out the ripple for we know there are no boundaries. Those clients yet to come to them, we extend those prayers to them too. I pray this prayer knowing it is done. So I give thanks for the fruition of them. In the mighty name of Jesus the Christ, in the mighty name of love itself, in the mighty name of life itself, in the mighty name of because I said so, and so it shall be. Amen. Amen. Woo! I feel like I'm at church. This Jew feels like she's at church. Ah, <laughs> <laughs> oh, awesome. So I have some fun exciting news. My mom is listening right now with my cousin Glenn and my cousin Stacy. I just got word. So hi, Mama Phyllis. Um, if you want to unmute right now and say hi, Mama Phyllis, we can all give her a whoosh of hi, Mama Phyllis. <laughs> hi, Mama Phyllis. Hi, Mama Phyllis. Mama Phyllis. We love you. We love you. Love love you. Hey, Mama Phyllis, it's Natasha. What an <laughs> honor. I love you. Ah, so beautiful. Okay, so Tiamo, dude. <laughs> Mama Phyllis is listening. And this song. Hi, Mama Phyllis, is... I'm ready. <laughs> so, this song that Tiamo is going to, uh, that is going to bless us with, is called Home. And it was when he played Last Love Fest, but we thought it is so freaking appropriate because of mom uh, and because of y'all and the context of what does home feel like. Tiama will have his own words. And of course, my mom on her way to the ultimate home. <sighs> All right. Let me put myself in speaker view so I can like totally enjoy you, Mr. Tiamo. And anybody else who wants to do that as well on the upper right, your view. All right, Tiamo, take it away, dude. <laughs> take it away, brother. All right. Thank you so much, sister. I honor you for, for being on this call and leading this and Mama Phyllis. And I'm going to let this song do most of the speaking, but it does have a couple of meanings. The first is, which is my version of God for you. It might be something else, spirit. It might be source, universe, Allah, whatever it is. But given my version, you know, I thought of and was inspired by what God would want to say to us about where we're really from. 
not so much like where we were born or where we grew up or where we were raised, but our true spirit homeland and what God has to share around that and what it's like to come back home. And the second meaning is for any of you who've ever lost anyone. This is them speaking to you through me, through this song, letting you know that they're always with you and they can't wait for you to come back home to them. All right, we're going to do a little sound check. Can you, uh, can you hear my guitar okay? My voice? Okay. It might take a while for you to see I'm always here I'll be waiting Deep down you know It's not what you see But what you feel That's where I'll be I'll be here waiting for you When you come When you come back home I'll be here waiting for you When you come back home, I'll be waiting for you. When you come back home, I'm always here, I'll always be. There's nothing else but infinity. You are in my soul family. And we are on the same journey. I'll be here waiting for you when you come, when you come back home. I'll be here waiting for you when you come, when you come back home, when you come back. I won't ever be without you Wherever you are, I'll be there too I'm not just above, but all around To reassure you when you're in doubt Cause I'll always be When you come back home, I'll be waiting for you. When you come back home, 
I'll be waiting for you. Thank you. Thank you. I could totally picture my mom sitting up in the hospital bed with her little cute grin on her face right now. And yeah, we're just all so connected. I could feel the connection of her with us. And I'm glad you're here in physical mama to be here for this. And I fully intend for us to be together when you transition out of your physical body. We'll still always be on these love fests. Thank you, Tiamo, for the, the connectivity and the electricity of your words, of your song and your music. Thank you. Thank you. I love you, Lisa. I love you, Mama Phyllis. <laughs> love you, too. <laughs> oh, I thought this was going to be powerful. <laughs> oh, my God. You know, we haven't. My intention is that the time that we have spent so far, thus far, in prayer and music and hearing my journey to get here that you uh, have been and will reflect on your journey to get here to this moment to this gathering what attracted you to the love fest for liberated leaders what you were hoping and intending to walk away with and i know that you're going to walk away with exactly what you need and my intention is that this gathering this energy this perfect orchestration of events in my life and yours inspires you to evolve your life and your business and your expression to the next the next version the next fully aligned fully integrated fully expressed version and to walk through whatever may prevent you or has been preventing you from doing that that is my intention for one of the outcomes of our being here today. So if you want that, if that will serve you, I want you to type yes, I want that in the chat or thumbs up or a heart or something because we we are creating a vortex here that is super, super, super powerful. Yes, 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 absolutely. Yes, yes, please ready for it. Yes, awesome, love it. <sighs> okay, so... We're moving into our first round of networking, and this one is going to be focused on what liberation means to you, what liberation means to you, and that's what we're going to be focusing on when we get to the sharing part, so you can kind of like start to think about that, and I trust that it probably or might have been transformed already in the last hour of what, what liberation means to you, or what do you want your expression of liberation in your life and your business to look like? So, Miss Natasha, if you could speak for a few minutes or up to 10, but we're running a little team behind, <laughs> but a few minutes, whatever you feel like you need to share on what liberation means to you and how it expresses in your business. And that will, the intention of Natasha's sharing is just to kind of like lubricate you know, sort of our thinking, be an example of the exercise. And then after she shares, we're going to break up into small groups and I'll explain exactly uh, how that's going to go and what the format will be for that small group. All right, girl, all you. <laughs> this is so good, Lisa. It's so, it feels nourishing. That's for Yay. me. Yeah. Yay. 
Oh, so I got another idea. Can everybody just drop one word in the chat how it feels for you so far? Like, how does this feel for you so far? For me, it feels nourishing and I, I like to feel nourished because then I don't feel depleted, which is how I used to always feel. Okay, so I took notes again because, again, <laughs> I learned from the Lisa Charlie, and so here I go. The question is, what does liberation mean to me? How do I express it in my, my professional life? And so the first thought that came to mind was space. Like spaciousness feels liberating. I used to be the kind of girl that I would say, and Lisa knows this, I was like, girl, every, every three months I got to get on somebody's plane and go somewhere and sit my butt down away from my life. Because it would be when I would go away, that's when I would feel like I can like up-level my meditation, up-level my prayer. I can do it as long as I wanted to. I can sleep as long as I wanted to, you know, those kind of things. And then I would feel restored. And then I would do what Lisa calls re-entry. I would have re-entry and not feel like I had enough re-entry time. And then I'm back in my life. And before you know it, whatever I retreated from and gained, it feels like it was like a, a battery that would deplete over days and then I'd be back to zero again. Now I incorporate my life to be a retreat. So instead of trying to go, I still go away because I love to be, I love to travel, but instead of going away to get it, I do it at home in what I call my daily reset. And that could be just an hour. Sometimes I have longer, but sometimes it's an hour and that might be a really lovely shower self-body massage, of course, prayer meditation, drawing some art, journaling. I have a whole list of things. And it just depends on what I'm tapping into for that moment. That helps me to feel like I reset myself and I'm back into like feeling recalibrated again and back into feeling empowered and feeling good and feeling steady so that I can do life, the day of the life, whatever's happening in the day. I am that I am flowing through it versus the life taking me by storm. Before it always felt like life was taking me by storm and I had to like try to find a way to just regulate it. Now I realize that liberation for me is knowing that I am the one to liberate my life and liberate the things in my life, regardless of past and generational stuff. So time and space does that for me. And then as it relates to my business, same thing. Like I do certain things for the structure of my business. This is hilarious, by the way, getting my hair done while I'm doing this. Because <laughs> I'm like, it's so perfect. <laughs> it's so perfect. Like this is liberation to me. The only reason why I was hesitating saying yes, saying no to being here and doing the prayer when Lisa asked me was because I had an appointment on the calendar for getting my hair done. And Miss Alice books up so quick and she'll be booked up for months. And I was like, darn it. How do I do both? And I was like, oh, you just do both. <laughs> it doesn't have to be either or, it can be both. So this is like me doing what, I, what I'm talking about, making sure I'm operating in, in liberation and giving myself the space. And it also shows up for, oh, so for my business, it shows up on my calendar. I know that I don't like to talk to people before 11 o'clock unless I've had enough sleep and space before that. I could do 10. but so on my calendar, all my appointments start at 11 o'clock. And then I end my day by my talking day by four. So sessions happen between that because it gives me the space to drop in, to serve. But then I know after four, my brain is going wonky and I need regeneration time before my daughter comes home from school. So again, 
allow myself to drop in and not make myself wrong and not try to be someone else and not try to do it better, not try to read all these books and listen to all these audios to be more efficient. Instead, it's what's my flow? What's my way? And let my business actually work around that versus in the other, the opposite way. And I struggle less because of it. And I actually get better clients and I don't, str- I don't struggle for clients and for the money thing anymore. That it was a whole trip, but I, it's not in my life right now. I, even just saying it feels like a miracle. I love um, that. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> oh, another one, fully integrating God, love, divine flow and alignment in my business. Y'all, I used to be so scared. Lisa knows this too. When I had my, my brand used to be called Enroll from the Soul and I would tap dance around saying the word God because I thought it would be a trigger for other people. And I realized in my trying to protect other people, quote unquote, whoever they are, I'm denying myself to be authentic and to be true. When I know I've been called to be a spiritual bridge builder and instead take the time to investigate that. And so I get to be fully myself and say all the buzzwords that light me up, turn me on, make me feel good, make me feel connected. But I'm also very mindful that what lights me up might turn someone off. I could speak to that and then I could ask permission and then I could still be me and I could still serve you. So again, embodiment, integration, these are like juicy words for me right now, helps me to feel liberated. The last thing that I'll mention is respecting the cool differences between my brain and how it works and everybody else's. So there's all kinds of terms out there. You know, I used to talk, I remember mentioning this to Lisa maybe three years ago. I was like, girl, I now understand why I operate the way that I do and was stressing all these years. I deal with ADHD or ADD, specifically um, executive functioning. And she said, well, okay, Natasha, if you need to have that term in your life because it empowers you so that you have some kind of, you know, whatever you need, okay, fine. And let me tell you, because I know her heart, I didn't get triggered. I was just like, for I had a 30-second moment, like, girl, this is like that black-white thing, and you just don't get it. <laughs> you just don't get it. You just don't get it. But then I was like, oh, no, she's speaking, like, truth. She's speaking universal law truth. In the universal law, in the spiritual realm, these terms don't even exist anyway. So it's more about what is making me, me. And I'm learning what's making me, me. And in learning it, sometimes we need terms to kind of help it to, you know, help our brain to process things. And so this term empowers me because it helped me to be patient with myself and more graceful for, with myself and unapologetic. So at least I'm not 100% at the unapologetic part, but I'm closer. And that, in essence, is liberating because I know that sometimes I have clients that make more than me, multiple seven figures and all that wonderfulness and their lives might be more grander or they may be new to business and coming to me and their lives may be fully out of alignment. But I now know that I'm just a servant leader and I love being a servant leader. And by dropping into that and all the ways that I serve is liberating. So there it is. That's mine. Perfect. (laughs) I love it. Thank you, my love. Thank you. Oh my gosh. It's Mama Phyllis. Hi, everybody. I'm Mama Phyllis. Mama Phyllis is here, y'all. Hi, Mama Phyllis. Hello, everybody. Hello. I love you. Hi, Hi, Mama Phyllis. Love you. Hi, Mama Phyllis. Hello, beautiful lady. Hello. I hear you, James. I see you. I love you. Hi, Phyllis. It's Natasha. Hi. 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 You look beautiful, Mama. I'm the one with the eyes closed. (laughs) 
<laughs> I think I didn't know. I think I didn't recognize it. I'm the one with the clothes. Still cracking jokes. Still <laughs> cracking jokes. And look at that smile. Hi, Phyllis. It's Andrea. Hi, Andrea. So oh, your smile is beautiful. I remember that first day we met and you were scared to death. I was scared to death. (laughs) That was your first, that was your first event and you were pretty scared and I gave you a delicious hug and you (laughs) felt better. And that's where delicious hugs were. You had my back from the very beginning. (laughs) I did, I did. And that was an honor. Mama Phyllis, it's Angel. Mm-hmm. Thank you for your delicious Hi. hugs. <laughs> Thank Genius. you. Yeah, to be hugged. <laughs> I, I don't know. If I, Andrea, was that our first? Is that our first event together? Right. Yeah, and uh, you saw me with my eyes looking like saucers, <laughs> wondering right. what yeah. had I just stepped into. <laughs> I said, I, I, and that's how we. Rebirth, get fucking real. Just kidding. Just kidding. I said, Are you fucking real? <laughs> so, Mama, on this Why? Mama, I want you to do one of your divine inspired outbursts, your, your like out, spiritual outbursts, and share with people what you feel you're here to share with them in this moment. I am here to share in this moment. The honor and privilege of bringing Andrea into our spiritual awakening and to work with Andrea and the two ladies for the very first time, how it inspired me to realize that you could have multiple pairs in your life to realize and realize that you really can enjoy what you do and really embrace it as part of your lifestyle that there's no more half tooth in your life. You do what your heart tells you to do. And that was an awakening for me as, as well, Andrea. And I love working with you. And I loved our dinners. I loved every aspect of being part of your life. Hmm. You have 35 other souls on the line listening and whoever's going to watch the recording. Anything else coming to you in this moment, Mama? You want to share? Only that each event and opens up my Hmm. eyes to more possibilities in my life of 60-some-odd years at that time. Hmm. It was 60-some-odd years. And it was awakening for me as well. Hmm. So go for it, girls. <laughs> <laughs> Give us a sleep delicious. Sleep delicious. I <laughs> love you. <laughs> so glad you're here, Mom. <laughs> I'll, see you in a, I'll see you in a little bit. Are you going to keep listening? On and off, yes. Okay. All right. Because to tell you the love best in my room is that my daughter Jennifer's best friend and absolutely my closest thing to my daughters is Jennifer 
Not not my Jennifer. Jennifer's Jennifer. And I'm flying <laughs> 3,000 miles to see me. And that is the bond that I will be leaving with. And what, and what a magnificent gift that is to me. Mm. And I love you, Jen. Broad, love you too. Broadcasting <laughs> 3,000 miles. And I love you to pieces. And mm. so appreciate everybody. That's my daughter from their junior high school days. Mm-hmm. That's how long the friendship is. You have a lot of people watching that uh, wrote you love notes in the Caring Bridge website too. A lot of sassies and people that worked you know, we're in six figure you and got your hugs and all of that. So many watching that know yeah. you and got to experience you. I know. Angel <laughs> and, and Jen, uh, and, and uh, Jen, not Jen. Yeah, Jen. Yeah. Uh, not Gary, Jen. Uh, yeah. Yeah. Like yeah. We have Audrey Dave. here, uh, Andrea. And Diane, and like scrolling through the names, Klana, right, and Rhonda Liebig, and and Pam, and Pam, thank you, Pam, and Veronica, <laughs> and I'll be checking up on you from from time to time. So you better beware. <laughs> Is that just a, a message, know, everybody? Um, even though I haven't met you, I'm checking up on you. <laughs> she said she's going to pester me all the time, you guys. She's going to pester me all the time. Can't wait. <laughs> Absolutely. Mm-hmm. Okay. Lisa and I haven't figured out how we're going to connect, but we'll work it out. We'll figure it out, yeah. <laughs> okay, should I move on to the next part, Mama? Yes, yes, yes. Okay, yes. okay. great. Mm-hmm. All right, so let's mute Stop Mama up. What'd she say? Stop goofing off. Oh, okay. Back to work. Stop slacking <laughs> off. Yeah, thanks, Glenn. Okay. Oh, my gosh. Y'all, I knew this was going to be fucking off the charts. Okay. Um, glad I'm recording. Yeah, right? I mean, I didn't see that shit. No way. Okay. <laughs> All right. So... All right, so we're moving on to our next networking. Y'all, we all can like get our like faculties together here. I'm just changing my view so I can see everybody again. Okay, there you are. Awesome. <sighs> Life and death coexisting right now, y'all. Let it really be present for you. How precious this time is. Let it inspire you. So perfect. <laughs> Mom is the perfect um, lead in um, to our next section. Okay, so our next section is we're going to be talking about how can we be more liberated in our businesses and how could it help you be more successful? So in what way do you want to really claim, like, I want to be more liberated in my business in this way, and then how you think that that could actually help you be more successful? So that's the topic of our next mastermind. And to kick us off with that was was Mama Phyllis, <laughs> um, followed by one of my very dear friends and clients, Jane Gwen. And I'm going to spotlight her. Where, where are you, darling? 
Where are you? Oh, there you are. Okay. I'm going to spotlight her so I could talk about her. And then and I'm going to unspotlight Mama. I'm going to spotlight. Okay. Lisa, so, Lisa, Lisa. <laughs> you're being very Mama. disruptive. <laughs> Sorry. She's earned it. Yes. Totally. I've earned it. Glenn I've earned it. It's uh, Jane Quinn who inspired me. I couldn't oh, think of the name. It was Jane. So me, so me segueing is a perfect introduction for Ron and Jane. So Jane was in a small group mastermind that I had like four years ago where my mom was a big part of that. Yeah. So she and mom have had some nice quality time together. Okay. So oh, <laughs> go ahead and mute yourself, Glenn. I can't find, oh, you are muted. Okay. All right, Jane. <laughs> Poor thing. Okay, Jane. So hi, darling. <laughs> so, so Jane has been my client was my client for many years and, and in my unmentor for a couple years as she fully embodied and embraced her work on helping women and couples increase the intimacy and sexuality and sexual expression in their lives. And I just couldn't think of a better person to kick off this next section of our masterminding. Jane has six kids. Jane is 60 something. She doesn't even talk about her age, but she's 60 plus. But look at her. I mean, I'm whatever. 66. 66. And a half. But she, but she doesn't even talk about her age. Just not to- totally no relevance for her. <laughs> and she has six kids, um, three biological children and three adopted children. And those three children are all different nationalities. So she has been, you know, the mother to people of color and now grandkids, grandkids of color and also has, so I'm going to read what she wrote because it was, she wrote good shit. So she's a well-known relationship and intimacy coach who works across the spectrum of gender and sexual orientation to support human beings who are ready for authentic self-expression and pleasure. She identifies as a white, cisgendered, bisexual woman who is mostly monogamous with Jim. Jim is amazing. Her beloved partner of 38 years. She's an author and speaker who creates erotic art and does improv in her spare time. And she's so grateful to be a Nana to her wonderful and expansive grandson, Theo. So Jane is going to share with us how she is more liberated in her business and how that has helped her be more successful based on whatever her personal definition of success is. And then we will move into our mastermind groups. Thank you, Lisa. I would like to start by having each of us put our feet on the ground and our hands on our thighs and lift the crown of your head up toward the ceiling as it fits your comfort. Drop your belly down, lift your chin up, let your belly go, breathe in, seated cow pose, keep breathing in and drop your belly. Inhale, exhale, pull your chin down to your chest, pull your shoulder blades into your spine, pull your beautiful belly in, keep breathing out. Inhale, seated cow. Exhale, seated cat, round your back, pull your belly in. One more cow, inhale, keep breathing in. Exhale, seated cat, round your back, pull your belly in. Now push your knees apart, put your feet together, put one hand on your heart center, one hand on your beautiful belly, let it feel your belly, lift the crown of your head toward the ceiling, breathe in, seated, supta baddha konasana, 
Inhale. <laughs> I don't know what that means, but I'll, I'm trying my best. <laughs> Exhale. One hand on your heart, one hand on your belly with your knees apart. Breathe in and your feet together. Exhale. You know what this is, Lisa. Put your hands on your nipples, on your breasts, and circle and give yourself a nipple massage. Feel your Even nipples. you guys. Everyone who has nipples. Men, men, women, whomever, all of us, all of our gender identifying individuals with nipples. Take your hands off your breast, chest. Shake your hands. Open your eyes. Look at me. Shimmy. Shake it off. Yes. <laughs> I'm Thank Jane. You. I am right now feeling both exhilarated to be here and incredibly inspired to be in the presence of beautiful Mama Phyllis and her moment here with us. And I'm so grateful to you, Lisa and Mama Phyllis and your whole family for providing this connection between us. I remember one of the things my mom said a couple of weeks before she transitioned was that the last wish, wish of the dying, <laughs> no one ever says this one, was that she'd had more sexual adventure in her life. And it was an honor to hear her say that. She said it to her doctor with me seated there. And it had been an interesting journey with me and my mom related to my work as a sexuality expert because she had experienced a lot of sexual shame around that work that I was doing. In fact, at one point she said, honey, you have a beautiful family. Why would you want to do something dirty like that? And so that transition of her work with me and to, for her to speak that into the room with me and her doctor was very transformational. I'm very happy to be able to be here. And it reminds me of the first time I uh, was in a space with Lisa, kind of a, a coaching space where we were in intense in an intense kind of mastermind experience in Tory Pines. And I remember wearing a blue, royal blue dress very much too tight. I don't think I had a girdle on, but it was possible. I definitely had pantyhose on and shoes that did not fit. And in my business, I felt very alone and I felt very tight. That dress, the pantyhose, because I have a history of varicose veins, I'm always very ashamed or feel very ashamed about the fact that my legs don't look like I want them to look. And so I have covered myself and had covered myself over and over again. And I was there as a sex coach. And in that process of being with Lisa and her beautiful presence and in the presence of the other women in our group who were amazing, I was talking, as we do, about my business. And at some point, you know, the whole thing about burying the lead, I got to the end of some whatever the thing was, and I think it involved a whiteboard and who knows what. I kind of mentioned that my husband had kissed another woman and that I was devastated. And I kind of just brushed over that. We got counseling and then I moved on. And Lisa was like, whoa, 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 wait, wait a minute. Wait, wait, what, what was that? Like, could we come back to that part about that? And that sense of shame that I experienced in, and the tightness around like that, that he would ever have been connected to another woman with any kind of sexual energy at all, including a kiss in the office when she was leaving to go to a different job, absolutely floored me. So I've considered Lisa my shame release coach all of this time. And you continue to be a huge inspiration to me today, Lisa, every single day that I do my work. What you gave me was an activation that has been unending. 
Fast forward to today, when I have a team working for me, one of the things that happened in my previous business, and I do feel that it's like, like every day is a new business for me. I feel like my business continues to evolve. I know it's true. In that past version of myself, the tight blue dress version, I was alone. And I considered my, my business to be like a shame producing factory. My business created shame for me. I felt alone. I felt rejected. I felt tight. I felt worried. I was always kind of looking outward for what do they want? How do I create product that they want? And, you know, like, duh, didn't work. (laughs) So I had a very expensive hobby. I poured many thousands of dollars into my so-called, what I refer to now as my so-called business. It was still important because it was a process of walking through my own shame. I drop off and still today I'm dropping off these huge chunks of shame that I've absorbed living as a female presenting person. I'm a cisgendered woman who isn't straight. I'm bisexual in a long-term committed relationship, a marriage with a, a man. So I present as, you know, fantastically like super mommy kind of person, particularly in the past. So all of that time I was presenting in this certain way, but there was a huge amount of myself that was left behind. And fast forward to today, when I have a gorgeous team of young women and non-binary identifying people supporting me, the most important of whom is my daughter, Ray, who's my COO, my daughter, Ray, goddess Ray. I adore her. And she is my COO. She and I, when we meet weekly, do a seated yoga practice the way we just did that together. And we share brags. So we brag like at the beginning of our meeting and we brag. So the other day I bragged to Ray and I said to Ray, she's 35 years old. She's the mother of Theo, wonderful woman married to a Cameroonian Canadian man. They're a fabulous couple live in DC. And I shared with her that in the last week or two, I had created and uploaded a video of myself speaking right here in this room to a platform where they might have filmed, you know, shared this thing on somebody's podcast. And I shared my story about the first time I went down on a woman and how thrilling it had been and how it was transformational for me as someone who lives in a body with a woman's body how thrilling it was for me sexually, but mostly how pissed off I was about the the lie that I had been told by the patriarchal society that we live in, that something about my body and what I call my pussy is in some way unacceptable, smelly, not good enough, not okay. And when I had this amazing experience to go down on a woman as a lover, I let go of so much of my own conditioning around my sexuality. And in fact, I said on this video that, you know, in the past, I would have said to a lover, uh, say, Jim, thank you for giving me oral sex. Now I say, you're welcome. Because honestly, I think that each and every one of us who lives in a woman's body, whether you choose to have some kind of intimate contact with another woman or not, We have been told this lie about who we are sexually. We've been told that there's something about us that is inherently unacceptable, inherently wrong, inherently not beautiful, not 
gorgeous, not something that another person would relish. And so I was sitting there with my beautiful daughter, Ray, who says to me, so well bragged, mom. So well bragged that you fucking told me that story about the fact that you went down on this woman, that you created this video and you uploaded it into whatever, wherever it's going to end up going. And that you and I are here and that you shared that with me. I so appreciate that. She leads this team for me where we're, we've recently created the Fix Your Sex Life course. And so as I'm expanding and again, remembering this is the girl. And I use the word girl with intent. This is the girl in the blue, too tight. I think I still have the dress because it reminds me of that time with the pantyhose and the too tight kind of probably from Target high heels that felt bad, but I thought they maybe looked good, whatever they were like. I, I thought they were what I wanted to present, right? I wanted to present as a certain way. This is that same person. So as we're creating this Fix Your Sex Life course, and I'm in one of our team meetings, and I, you know, we are sharing brags, and one of the things I shared was that I'd recently learned to squirt. And my daughter, again, is holding space for me like a badass. I just adore the way that she, like, there's a slight flush that goes over her face, but otherwise, nothing. I mean, she just, like, so, you know, she's listening to me share this. So I'm like telling my team, I'm doing some high level visioning. I'm talking about my work, talking to, to my team about, you know, what's happening. We're developing marketing materials, et cetera. And I said, you know, recently I had this experience of learning to squirt. Now for me, this mattered because I still had ego showing up for me in like the sex realm where I felt like I was a fraud because I teach women about female ejaculation. If that's not something that's in your vocabulary, like just hit me up and I'd be happy to help you or just look on the Google about how women sometimes release fluid during sexual stimulation. I teach that all the time, but I had never experienced it. And it was something that I'd like tried. I'd like had it on my sexual bucket list. I wanted to be able to do that thing. And when it happened in my marriage, in my relationship with Jim, I recognized that the problem of it wasn't whether or not I release sexual fluid in that way during a sexual experience with him. The problem was that I was still in my ego. I was still in my head about what was good enough for me as a sex person, that I had to be a certain way. It was still a coming out of my own experience and a not being present to myself. That's what I learned in the experience about squirting. And what ended up then evolving through this conversation on my team, which to me is revolutionary when I think about showing up in Tory Pines with you, Lisa, was yeah. that we created a PDF that's part of my welcome sequence as an opt-in for my business. Like when you go to my website and you take the Bedroom Blueprint quiz, you get a welcome sequence. And in that welcome sequence is me talking about this experience and a downloadable PDF about that personal experience for me, about how I learned this thing and what I learned about myself sexually, because really the message isn't whether or not you can use some kind of technique to get yourself to have this squirting thing. It's more about like how not to do that, how to be actually present to 
myself to be present to yourself and not to be in this sense of competition with ourselves or some mm-hmm. kind of unrealistic expectation. I love this. Oh my God. <laughs> um, can you share in sort of like the final minutes here of like, how has this impacted the success of your business? Because I know it has. How has it impacted the success of your well, business? What's happened is that as I've become more free and more liberated as a provider, as a, as a presence, people have realized that they can come to me with their whole selves, that you don't have to want to go down on a woman or have some kind of same-sex experience or any kind of thing like that. But what I'm sharing with my clients is the ability to really be you, really be you. And that has brought people to the work because they know then that like my people know that they can trust me and with who they are. And it's completely changed my business because they're there. They know that. They see that. And even if they don't know anything about what I've talked about today, they sense the energy that comes off of me as a liberated leader. Mm-hmm. And you have no more shame in your business. It's a process. It's a process. <laughs> it's a constant process of letting go of shame. And yes, yeah. it's, it is my intent every day to let go of more shame and to be in like that cultivation of that release of shame. Mm-hmm for me and for everybody I work with. And if money is a measure of your success, has it impacted that? Oh yeah, it's 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 definitely increased my my sales by huge margins and you know my my business is doing well. I feel really comfortable with my team, I feel really comfortable with my income and it's yeah, it's completely changed all of those metrics completely. Yep. Oh my gosh. I love you so much. Jane was a guest on my podcast. If you scroll through, I can, I'll look, I'll look for the um, episode and I'll post it in the chat. So if you want to learn more about Jane through the listening to her interview, thank you so much for being here, my love. And you're going to stay and participate in the uh, mastermind, right? Of course. Okay, cool. So I'm shifting things around based on our unscheduled speaker that just like came on and unmuted herself so rudely. <laughs> We're uh, just in a different time frame than I had envisioned. So I said that we would have three rounds of networking. And until just about two seconds ago, I thought I was going to just shorten the last round and do it anyway. But what I'm thinking would be more powerful us is to have some open sharing where that we're all participating in. And kind of like, just like sharing ahas or takeaways or, I don't know, I just feel like that would, I don't know, that just sounds more yummy and you're kind of meeting people that way too. So I would love to have, we didn't get to do this last time. So because of our, partially because of our surprise guest, which of course, I don't think anyone's going to argue that that was time well spent. Things get really clear when you're in this life ending, things get very, very clear. I'm very, very clear what's important and what's not, not just around my mom and this week, but I'm going to carry it forward in my life. I've written, I wrote about it in our Caring Bridge site about some of the ahas I'm having. So if you, you know, want to be connected with me and mom and just feel like this would, that would enrich your life, subscribe to the Caring Bridge uh, site and go check that out. It's, it's pretty unbelievable. So we're going to do some open sharing here. I think it'll just kind of get us all mushed together in in our yumminess. And so 
what do I want to know? And if you just feel like you have something to share before I even say the question, you could just uh, please use electronic hand. So click on your reactions in the bottom bar of your Zoom window, or and then you can raise your electronic hand. So you could share ahas you had, something that opened up for you. You could share your commitment around how, how you want to feel more liberated and what you're going to, maybe something you're going to do to action that how this has touched you. Yeah. Anything you want. And we have about 20 more minutes. So if you could be mindful and keep your shares to like a minute or two, that would be awesome. All right, Ms. Rhonda Liebig, go ahead and unmute. Lisa, I knew I needed to be here. (laughs) I, my heart is flowing and there was such divine space with the groups that I was broken out into. When I saw everybody there, I just, my heart kept growing. And so the people that were there, it was like, perfect. Because I wanted to get to know Rhonda Renee and more and another person. You guys are in a group together? That's awesome. (laughs) Yeah, I'm getting into Rhonda Renee, even though we're sassies. What I have to say is why I love this liberation space is that I truly believe that we're here to lock arms and explode so that we can take care of this world with the this pain or this anguish that we feel just over all over the world. And so I loved hearing how we were stuck because it was like, it's just like a play, you know, we're playing this play. So how can we get out of our way so that we can help each other explore and explode? That's what I'm feeling today, Lisa. I appreciate you so much. I love you. Thank you, Annie. Ah, if you can mute yourself, Susan descends, you can head and unmute yourself. Yeah. Just always thank you for this love fest. Perfect groups always, of course. The themes were interesting, like healing and the inside work, and yet the the outreach of not collaboration, but the outreach of of like lot like Rhonda just said, locking arms and supporting and uplifting and moving forward and knowing that it's inside work that yeah, there might be outside things to do, but like the, it's more the inside stuff, right? That at least in the groups I was in, that felt like we're stuck in this or we're holding on to that story of that or whatever. So a lot of ahas with that, just because it's a reminder of our work is never done. As you say, our, our healing fuels our work and our work fuels our healing. So as always, much love. Thank you. Much love to Mama Phyllis. Awesome. Thank you, Susan. Thank you for quoting me. <laughs> that is such a great quote. Um, and not just because I said it, but it's such a good dist- <laughs> distillation of what Unmentor is about, what, you know, Liberated Leaders is about. Our work fuels our healing and our healing fuels our work. Yeah. Thank you for reminding me to say that. <laughs> awesome. Beautiful. Miss Rhonda Renee, go ahead and unmute. First, I'll say amen to that. <laughs> um, so really great weeks ago, I I was like, I, I don't have time for that on my schedule and I need to be there. <laughs> so not knowing, of course, that these other things would be happening at the same time with Mama Phyllis and really got a, a gift on uh, a quality problem of, of being really busy. Like, like we, in the traditional success realms, we look at that as being, you know, a really good quality problem and something that's happened for me 
over the last year or so is a lot of my team is on the East Coast and I'm on mountain time. And so where my rule for over a decade has been nothing before 10 a.m., I have found myself in order to make the most of their time and move move things forward the right way, I have skirted that line. I still don't see clients before 10, but I find myself answering questions for them you know, like first thing, like 8 a.m. And, and I actually don't want to be doing that. It is, it is affecting my enjoyment and the quality of my experience inside of the business at this point. So two things came together. One was I expressed this and I said, go back to not doing anything before 10, because again, I don't do clients, but I'm answering team stuff. And Andrea asked me the question, what was one thing I could do which was so brilliant. And I'm like, oh, the night before is when I do all my worky stuff. Like I'm creative in the morning. I do clients and delivery during the day. And then in my evening, I tend to go towards, okay, now what's needed from me. So I'm going to make a request of my team at the end of their day, which is mid afternoon for me to give me a heads up on what they need from me the next day. Cause I can get it done for them the night before. So implementing that and also thanking Natasha for saying 11 a.m., I'm just going to change my schedule. I'm not going to see clients until 11 so I can answer the team at 10 and I get what I want. So, <laughs> yeah, love so it. different places, but come together and have a new experience. Yeah. So I love thanks. that. Awesome. So glad you were here. Fonda and I have coached each other for a few years now. It's been really lovely. <sighs> okay. Miss Angel B. Hartwell. <laughs> Go ahead and unmute, please. Okay, beautiful. Um, I just really need to speak now to the courage that you and your family have been modeling so magnificently, where uh, culturally for the last 75 years or so, we have put death way over here and hidden it and disengaged it from the rest of our lives. And for you to bring death directly to the table and to bless all of us with this tremendous opportunity. And this is, you know, obviously Phyllis is making the choice to be here as well. And it, it's a tremendous opportunity for all of us to be witnessing the courage that you have cultivated. And so what I'm feeling is even more courageous myself. Mm. I'm borrowing from your courage. And mm. I just want to say thank you for that. Yeah. And so as I borrow from your courage, I see how important it is for me to acknowledge that the same death is an advisor for my business. The same way death can be an advisor for my business is to stop lying to myself when I know that there's no, that the life force is draining from something. When I know internally, and I'm going to leave here choosing to be swifter at letting go and cleaner at letting go and less clingy to what, what is no longer serving in my business so that I can be liberated to 
celebrate and fuel what wants to emerge next. Yeah, so that's what I'm going to yes. do. Yes. Anyone and else want to put action. in the chat? Me too. <laughs> well, and I took action already here today by like putting right into the chat. I know that it's time for Wickedly Smart Women to be sold. I've known that for a few months and now it's much more public because there's okay. something else that wants to be born. So, yeah. Beautiful. Love it. Thank you. Thank you. Love you so much. <sighs> Mr. Steve Garvin, a thriving GFR squad member up until a little bit ago when he got so many blessings on his plate. He had to let something go, but it was wonderful <laughs> having you in the group. <laughs> and it has been such a pleasure to be here, Lisa. I, I totally want to honor the sacred space that you've created. I was almost hesitant to, to use these words, but I have had the pleasure of sitting on literally on the bed of both my parents as they transitioned. Wow. And while that was, of course, a challenging and all kinds of emotions and, and so forth place, it was also such a rich, incredible, divine space to be with them as they took their last breath. And so thank you for, for holding that space. Thank you to Phyllis for, for allowing us to, to be with you in these final moments for you, these final days. And the other thing that I really want to speak to is as I look around the Zoom room, and especially I noticed this while Jane was speaking, that I was the only guy with my camera on. And part of me is like, I've got to run away from this. This is like way too much feminine energy and I can't handle it. And I'm like, wait a minute. You're the guy who loves being in a room full of women. And, you know, so it's, it's just such a cool place to be. And I, I love the feminine energy that is here. I love what is brought here. I love who you all are and what is possible when we allow ourselves to really express and, and be the people that we are, when we allow ourselves to be masculine or feminine or non-binary or, or whatever that, you know, when we allow ourselves to, to, to tro truly show up and to shine, which incidentally, I just heard the word divine and the root for divine is actually shine. So by shining, we're, we're being divine. So keep being divine and keep creating the space. And Lisa, you will always be in my heart and I will always be looking for opportunities to connect. So thank you. Promise. I promise. promise. Okay. All right. Okay. Awesome. Thanks. Thanks, Steve. So glad you were here. Really. Yeah. Yeah. I hope you posted about your summits and stuff and your, with your contact because you're doing some cool stuff now. So do that. <laughs> Prompting you, nudging you. Okay. <laughs> I, we're in that transitional stage with the, the summit. We just finalized the speakers today and we don't yet have anything that I can share, but, but yes, go to seniorheartsonsummit.com right. and I'm done. No, no, put it in the chat. Put it so they can, so they have it. So they have it, put it in the chat. Okay. All right, Miss Robin Donovan, how are you? Hi, good to I'm see you. Wonderful. Thank you so much. Thank you, everybody. Two things I wanted to say, Lisa. I was looking forward so much to this. As it happens this week, today, I am like ending this really important relationship. Like, and and it's for me, it's like 
such a huge deal for me because it's me helping my inner little girl get over the abandonment. That was a big thing mm. with this relationship. And my mother died when I was seven and we were not mm. given the chance to say goodbye. She died in the hospital after being in a coma, after a car wreck. And I just want to say, mm. thank you for sharing your mother with us today. I would have given anything to do this and to be able to anticipate and know and be mature enough to, you know, have enjoyed this moment with my mother and in its place today has been following your example. I have followed you for a while. You know that I have had the chance to ask my lover that we're parting ways. I, I took the courage to ask him this morning, could you just hold me energetically one more time and tell me how much you loved me and how much you honor me? Because if I told him, if you can do that, you'll be the first in a long line of people who've abandoned and abused me my whole life, who actually took the moment to say to my inner little girl, it wasn't you. It wasn't you. It's just things changed and I had to move on. But you are whole and you are safe. And no one's abandoned you. Yes, you are whole and you are safe, sweetheart. Here I am for you, uh, sending a message from your mom through me that you were meant to be on this call. And I will hold that space in heaven for you as well. I love you, sweetheart. Thank you. Thank you, Mama Phyllis. It is is my inner love for you that has brought me out of unmute. So let me, I want you to know that. Thank you. Thank you. And I want you to hear this about your daughter. She has inspired me through her podcast. Just knowing her, just following her these past few years, like this one I'm letting go, like I have been in, I, she's inspired me to just get out there and be a lover, like be who I am and have this polyamorous relationship. And I'm so blessed that I have right. this, like this wonderful, wonderful, he's my rock. I have this wonderful core, uh, wonderful relationship. He lives with me. He's just a great, you know, wonderful partner. And he has just held my hand through all of it and been so patient and <laughs> For me to know that that's okay, Lisa was the first person that I was saw making it okay. And it's just been like, I'm so grateful for the experience. So thank you. You are very right. welcome, was, my dear. You are very welcome. Very, very welcome. It was eye-opening for me as well. <laughs> Thanks, Mom. Get the chance to see my smile. <laughs> yes, totally. <laughs> oh, on camera again. <laughs> there it is. There it is, Kate. <laughs> thank you so much. What a beautiful soul. Oh my gosh. Thank you. <laughs> You're welcome. You are you are a beautiful soul as well. Thank you. <laughs> I accept that with grace. Thank you. We are we are we are healing all kinds of stuff, aren't we, today, y'all? Whatever we want, your yeah. wish is granted. Thank you, Robin. <laughs> Thanks, Mom. Thanks. <laughs> Jesus I could not make this shit up. No way, no way, no way. <laughs> no way. I just had to say that. Just... <laughs> oh, Veronica.
Veronica, go ahead and unmute if you dare. <laughs> we don't know what's gonna happen. <laughs> I know, I know. You dare, I know you do, you're dare, yeah. you're, you're brave. Um, <laughs> thank you so much for hosting such genuinely authentic space for all of us to show up. I had another thing that I had to attend for the first hour and I almost thought like, oh, am I gonna come in in the middle? But my guides are like, you have to be there. So I showed up and it was divinely timed and I was there with the perfect people. And the thing that I'm ready to come out of the closet with is that I work with my guides and everything that I do is divinely guided and I'm open to, people want to label me as a weirdo, so be it. <laughs> That's I'm here to continue to share the work and it's not about me. It's about the people that I'm here to serve and my guides are ready to be heard on a bigger platform than just working with my clients. So I'm ready to come out of that closet, that spiritual. And thank you. Thank you again. And I love Mama Phyllis that she's here. I remember her being at the Sassy events and giving her amazing hugs. And I feel honored to have been a receiver of them. Thank you. It means a lot that she's here and that you're sharing her with us. Thank you so much, sweetie. Love it. Love you're it. Absolutely, you're absolutely welcome. <laughs> you're absolutely welcome. <laughs> All right, Miss Andrea Scott, go ahead and unmute. <laughs> Wow. <laughs> thank you, Lisa. <laughs> thank you. Thank you. Thank you. Mama, Mama Phyllis, I, I love you. You're amazing. Thank you for being here. And I, this space has just allowed me to understand today a little bit more about my own body bias. You know, Lisa, mm. you talked about being a curvy girl. I'm, I'm a very, very curvy woman. <laughs> And I have felt like I have to hide, like I have shame, like I have, you know, that it's wrong. And I, I notice and realize that it just makes it worse, you know, that, <laughs> that, right. um, <laughs> that it, you know, my body continues to grow when I, when I deliver that kind of message. And so that's not helpful, mm. right? Um, that powerful. Yeah. And this is such um, a, a powerful space and a powerful time for you. And I'm just, I'm so happy to be here and to be able to love myself in a new and different way. Give myself, and I've always got my courage sign here. A lot of people are talking about courage today. My courage sign says, courage, you got this, love Andrea. And it's not only for... <laughs> other people but it's also for myself and I look at that uh, for me to to love myself just the way I am so thank you for this message thank you for this platform and love you mama Phyllis thank you again for being here <laughs> Andrea I I'm looking forward too. to our conversation me too <laughs> me too <laughs> It's going to happen. Like rescheduled. I know they get rescheduled three times. I'm like, this is going to be good because there's obviously a divine time for this conversation. <laughs> yes. I'm so looking forward to that. Thank you. Yeah. Thank you, honey. 
And our last hand, Miss Winnie, GFR squad member, Miss Winnie. I'm going to put some information here in the chat. If you're like, what the F is this GFR squad thing? It's only 20 bucks a month. No big offer. I'm just going to put it here in the chat if anybody wants to hang out with us. Go ahead, Miss Winnie. I'm so glad Winnie took the day off, y'all, to be here. Yes. Yeah. Yes, I did. I have no regrets. I want to just say thanks to Mama Phyllis. I want to say thank you, Lisa, for having such a mother, wonderful mother who taught you about freedom to where she can share and have all of us as her children. We said thank you, Mama. We said thank you. And one thing I'm taking away from this is just the memories, how creating memories, and as long as we live, we'll always remember Mama Phyllis. She will always be with us because of this experience I'm having right now. And I never yeah. had the experience to be with my mom, but I know this is my mom through her. My mom died during the COVID. I couldn't touch her, but I can touch Mama Phyllis right now. I can feel her. I can feel my mom through her. And I love her. And I said, thank you, thank you, thank you. And I can feel it. And you made death so easy. You wear it well. You taught us that <laughs> is not to be afraid of. Once you live happily and you enjoy your life, there's no reason to be afraid of death. You can participate in the process. And I thank you for this powerful lesson. I'm not going to be afraid of death anymore. Thank you. Thank you. Uh, I am. Amen. I am honored. I am honored. I am honored to bring this out in you, sweetheart. Oh, Winnie. Yes, I said, you wear death well, and you're not going to be afraid anymore because of this. Wow. I mean, fuck. Talk about an outcome of <laughs> you will not be afraid of death after this love fest for liberated leader. <laughs> right, right. It's wonderful. It's wonderful for me, too. Thank you, Winnie, for sharing just so with reckless abandon. I freaking love you. Oh. <sighs> All right, last hand, <laughs> last hand, Miss Natasha, and we'll close it. If you need to go, I totally honor your time. Uh, we'll probably just go another five um, more minutes and then we'll close up. I like your hair. Hey. <laughs> <laughs> it's done. <laughs> it's done three hours later. <laughs> Black girl magic, okay. Mm -hmm. um, so... This is feeling like an out-of-body experience of many sorts. I just want to express gratitude for your willingness to lean into the unknown, which is hosting the Love Fest and still, you know, checking in with yourself and um, still doing it and doing it without knowing how much we would all be loved on by the presence of Mama Phyllis showing up. And the presence of all of us showing up. I've heard the saying so many times. I've said it myself. You know, there are no accidents. The perfect people at the perfect time. Everyone is here and meant to be here. But man, the divinity that's happening for me right now of being able to, you know, lead the prayer this morning and, and share what liberation means to me. And then have the presence of your mother here and it's, it's so demonstrative of our evolution when we just are willing to lean into the unknown and how beautiful it can be. 
I just honor and love and appreciate your mom so much. As you know, I think about how the, 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 the many personal conversations that we've had where she was, I'm talking about something devastating and she's smiling while I'm talking about something that feels devastating to me. And I didn't understand it then, but I trusted her. I didn't feel triggered by it because I knew in her smile, it was love and it was light. Now, fast forward years later, I can see, I can hear what her smile was saying to me then. She was saying basically, girl, you good. You just don't even know it yet, but you're good. You're fine, <laughs> Tasha. You can have the desires of your heart and just your willingness will give it to you. And then she would end with a hug and a sleep delicious. It was like a whole message in the freaking smile. So the fact that she came here today and smiled and shared wisdom, like clear, poignant wisdom, it's transformative and I'm just grateful. So that's all I want to say. I want to just say that I am grateful that I am experiencing my own evolution. I don't need anyone else to even tell me. I know I'm embodying it. And it's nice when we have prompts and reminders from people who meet us for the first time or know us and experience us. And I just, again, I want to lift you up and your family up, Lisa, and your, and your heart for, for loving yourself enough to allow this love fest to happen so that we can experience continual transformation in our own lives through your yes. I'm just grateful. And I just want to say, Mama Phyllis, if you're still here, I love oh, you. And I will continue to embody sleeping delicious as best as I can. <laughs> you embody sleeping delicious. Okay, Mama, I think you get the final word here. I think you get the final word. My what final word was, is it's an honor and a privilege to be here with all of you today. And it was divine intervention that let me be here today because it was definitely divinely orchestrated because I didn't expect to be here till so late. And thank you for sharing your space with me. It was an honor and a privilege. And I will keep, keep you all indelibly in my heart. And everybody, say sleep delicious tonight. And you <laughs> will hear me loud and clear. Mm-hmm. I love you all. Love you too. Thank you. <sighs> all right, y'all. What an amazing experience. Thank you all for showing up so beautifully as the, as the way you did. Thank you for taking the time to be here. And I will very likely be doing another Love Fest. I don't know when. And it is going to be as magical. I can't imagine it being as magical, but it, it will be. I believe in those possibilities. And I know that being here has changed you. Let this experience magnify what is already there and what you already know to be there and let it allow you to feel that whatever changes you want to make are easy let them be easy and please feel free to reach out to me anytime don't be like oh her mom's dying don't reach out to me anytime facebook messenger reply to any email i will get it I want to hear from you. Specifically, I would love to have some testimonials about the Love Fest so that I can let people know what this is like. Obviously, it won't be exactly the same, but if you open up an email now and just type me a message or Facebook Messenger right after this while you're in the energy of it, I would love to just be able to sort of shower people that are with 
with the experience of this through your words and whatever you feel inspired to share about this love fest or the last one, just taking the time to be here. I wrote down for the next time that it's not only high vibe networking and mastermind, but it's a, it's a reset and a receiving of respite. <laughs> so there's something about a reset that I think that we get when we get to be in this space. Thank you, Judy, if you're nodding and whatever you, other words that you would like to share, if you could please email me or message me or something so that I have them, that would be awesome. And my door is always open. Yeah. All right, y'all. I think that brings us to a completion. Have a beautiful rest of your day and I hope to see you soon. Over bye. and out. Bye. Got an bye, everyone. Like to say bye. 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 Everybody to meet my amazing oncologist. Uh, <laughs> Dr. Boyd. Take your man. I want you to meet him, but he's a good-looking man. Here he is. Hi, Doctor Mora. Hi, Doctor. Uh, thank you. Thank, thank you. Thank you. Thank you. Ah. All right. Bye. All right. Now we're really leaving. Okay. Bye, bye everyone. Bye. bye. Thank you. Bye, Lisa. Bye. Well, if you made it all the way through that, you are now in love with my mom as much as uh, anybody who ever meets her. Every single place she goes, whether it's the grocery store or all the people that helped her recover from her accident and start being able to walk again, all the physical therapists and everybody that encounters her just has some kind of love-filled experience of her. So I'm glad you got to experience that as well. I'm sure I will share more in the weeks and months ahead. We've also included a link to her Caring Bridge site in the show notes and under the video if you're watching video so that you can experience all of the goodbye messages that people sent to her, probably over 200 that I actually got to read to her. So it was like having a celebration of life while she was still living. And I also did some amazing writing and I'm saying amazing for two reasons. One is because it was unbelievably healing and therapeutic sharing the day-to-day of her journey. And also because I'm a pretty good writer <laughs> and it really gave people all these so many loved ones and cousins and friends a feeling that they were with her because in her, her last days, she really decided, I just want to be with the immediate family. And there were so many people that wanted to say goodbye that didn't, but they got the chance. And I read her every single one. And it had her really, really feel the impact of her life, which was such a beautiful gift to be able to give that to her. Thank you, Modern Technology. Thank you, everybody who wrote messages. And if you have not subscribed to the podcast, I promise you every single interview will have something for you that will touch your soul and motivate you as a liberated leader, a conscious entrepreneur, and somebody who has a connection with wanting to get fucking real in some way in their life or their work. All right. Bye-bye for now, everybody.